Bush and Ritchie with another Home Time podcast. Welcome one and all. Um, Bush, when we're working from home, uh, like we are at the moment, um, what, what kind of, so we're both in bedrooms, right? So do you share this at any other time during the day with your other half, Katie? Yeah, we're in the, in the office at the top. So Katie has it in the morning, right the way through to the afternoon. Then I take over from like, I don't know, half one, two o'clock onwards. So I'm in here. Similar setup in here. I've just discovered um, behind one of the two monitors, um, toning essence, essential mist tonic without the alcohol. This is basically some kind of perfume that is being sprayed in here uh, to negate the smell that I've left by the looks of things. I'd say that personally. That is that is essentially saying you have got such a pong that, and you know that kind of man trapped in room for a long period of time smell locker room thing that she needs to I don't know descent it with that. That is exactly the way that I've taken it, and I'm having to work through that insult as we go through the rest of this show. Well, you might want to have a word with her, and we don't want to get into a male female fight here, but girls deposit a lot of hair everywhere. If you live with a house with girls like I do, hair everywhere, and then bobby pins, little hair clips. I can't move for them. <laughs> If I ever get locked in a room, I'll be able to get out of it, no problem, because I'm surrounded by hair clips. Now, soon to be published uh, from the Hometime Publishing House is the Hometime Parental Phrase Book. Uh, this is a, a handy pocket guide uh, of those one-liners that you find exasperated parents shout out. They don't mean anything out of context, uh, but when you have them explained, uh, it's a very pointed meaning. Let me explain. Uh, earlier on today, Bush, I'm uh, trying to cook lunch for myself. I'm trying to make some kind of lunch for my toddler. Uh, yeah, he's running into the kitchen and he's asking, can you play with this toy? Can you fix this? And I just turn around to him and I'm like, all right, look, I'm not an octopus. Okay. Now, obviously I'm not. I'm his father. Uh, but I'm trying to get across to the point that I only have two arms, not uh -huh. eight. Well, yeah, and it's a classic phrase, isn't it? It's just, in, it's just, I think, in the DNA of parenting that sometimes you might have never used it before and suddenly when you become a parent, you just seem to, um, I don't know, you acquire all of these different phrases and suddenly you fire them out and before you know it, you're turning into your parents and what they used to say. I mean, even when you were describing how busy you were, I was thinking in my head, he's running around like a blue-arsed fly, which is a phrase from when I was a kid. Ah, <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Another good one as well, right, is, and I've been using this a lot with uh, both my daughters. I've been saying, when they've been asking for stuff, and I don't know where this phrase comes from. My mum and dad definitely used to say it to me, but is, I'm not made of money. Anyone else ever say that? I'm not made of money. Or I'm not Rockefeller. That's the other one. Throw that in. I'm not Rockefeller. Uh, in a chapter all about uh, doors, it's going to be quite a long chapter, I think, uh, John's suggesting, shut that front door. I'm not paying to heat the street. It's another classic. It's going straight into the parental phrase book. What are you putting in? 812.15 for texts and tweets at Absolute Radio. Born in a barn. You're not born in a barn's got to go in there as well. This could be a whole section on doors. It's going to be fantastic, this. Uh, Matt Batterson has tweeted us with one about food. I think we could have a whole section uh, on, on food and having your dinner. We had one earlier on about doors and leaving them open. There's definitely got to be a section about having your tea because he says, if you have a snack now, you won't eat your dinner. Uh, my mum my and dad used to do that one. They also used to do, I don't know if anyone else's uh, like parents in the 80s used to say, and my mum used to say this to me and my brother all the time, there are kids in Ethiopia that give their right arm for that dinner. Yes, I had that Remember said that many, many times. 
As an go. aside on the old, uh, if you snack, you won't eat your dinner, as as a kid who snacked a heck of a lot, I always had room for dinner. Uh, so yeah. I, I'd quite like to myth bust that one. Well, do you know what? I, I genuinely believe that my stomach has two compartments, one for desserts, <laughs> cakes and pastries, and the other one for normal run-of-the-mill food. It can't prove it, but it is scientific fact. Uh, Kitty says, uh, I've said this so many times when my stepkids were younger, I'll put you up in the attic with Alan if you carry on. Uh, she goes on to say, Alan is a one-armed mannequin that lives in our attic. Of all the parental phrases uh, that have been offered for our phrase book, I think that's quite a niche one. Actually, the threat, there could be a threat section though, because uh, my mum and dad always used to say they'd phone the boarding school. When I, when I was a kid, being sent to boarding school was the big, the big panic, the big terror, the DEFCON 1, do you know what I mean? So maybe there's a section on pretend or, or empty, but slightly veiled parental threats in our guidebook. Some of the ones that are coming in, they're great and I love them. I wonder whether for our, our new publication, whether they'd get some of the references. Who do you think I am? Houdini, says Clay in Hatfield. You come out with that these days, you're going to have to explain who Houdini is. Uh, Stacy says uh, the one that he always uses now to his kids that was used on him when he was little was, have you got your clodhoppers on? Which is apparently whenever you tripped over your dad's feet or stood on his toes. <laughs> what is a clodhopper? Clodhopper. Uh, Joanna in Windsor. It's another classic. I've got two hands and they're both busy right now. I could have, I could have gone with that instead of the octopus earlier. Uh, and then this is a this is a true classic, and I genuinely believe if you grew up in a certain era, there's no way this wasn't mentioned in your house. Rick from Reading says, if your parents get in and all the lights are on, they say it's like flipping Blackpool Illuminations in here. I uh, would love to find out down the line if there's anyone who was a kid in the 80s um, whose face actually did stay like that when the wind changed. Because uh, Darren from Wales says, yeah, if the wind changes, your face will stop and stay like that after pulling a horrible face. Loads of parents said that at some point during the 70s and 80s. If you have had that happen to you, uh, stay on after the programme. There's people manning the phones waiting to take your call and chat about it. Uh, a couple of texts to deal with here, Bush, from uh, Stefan and uh, then Mick. Uh, I'm not making much sense of either of them. Uh, Mick says, uh, my dad used to say I could ride bare ass to London on this saw. What the what? I'm imagining it's a blunt saw. Um, but Mick, maybe get back to us on that one. Uh, Put it in context then, for us. Yeah, <laughs> Stefan says, uh, when someone, generally a parent, was overwhelmed with demands, you'd have the reply, I'll stick a broom up my arse and sweep the floor at the same time, shall I? Oh, my word. These are outrageous. We need an X-rated section right at the end. A couple of last entries for the Home Time Parental Phrase book. Tony in Gravesend, if he was reluctant to go to bed, his mother would say, you've had too much fun today. I hate the idea of having a fun limit. Wouldn't that be awful? Uh, Wayne on the M62, Homeward Bound, says, I've not got eyes in the back of my head. <laughs> it's, not a good one. Uh, it's not a fashion parade. Uh, James in Edinburgh says uh, this would happen if he uh, wanted to go out with smart clothes on. Uh, and, you know, some parental phrases just don't make any sense. Like the one about going to London uh, naked on a saw from a bit earlier on. Yeah. Uh, this one says, as kids, we were always threatened with behave or you'll go to the jaggy jumper home. What's that? I don't even know. No idea. It's madness. Now, I don't wish to moan, but one of the downsides of modern life is that everything's got to be quicker or faster and there's no time to explain. And a sad byproduct of this, I don't know if anyone else has noticed it, is what I call the outrageous abbreviation of the English language. This is when people shorten words or phrases and clip them into little horrible catchphrases that, you know, the words are short enough as they are. It's fine. Why didn't you just keep it as it was? For example, I was asking on Twitter yesterday morning about what would be a good cake to cook with the girls whilst we've been doing this homeschooling thing. Someone replied to me and it was fine 
thanks they sent the recipe which was great but they suggested i cook and i quote a vicky sponge <laughs> now they obviously mean victoria sponge but they've abbreviated to vicky and this is just the tip of the iceberg with this kind of thing you might be listening now you might be one of those people who says tommy k instead of tomato ketchup it's yeah. an outrageous abbreviation and i feel like i just want to get these all out in the open this hour of the show if you do an outrageous abbreviation of something you you cut a word down really small for no apparent reason even though it'd just be easier to say it normal Get in touch and just lay your cards on the table. Bush, I'm going to have to say it. The words are going to tumble out of my mouth, even though I don't want to say it and I don't want to sound like some old geezer here. But this is all social media's fault, all right? If you're going to make people type things with only only a certain amount of uh, characters, that's why they're going to shorten everything. That's what's going <laughs> yes. on here. Um, I get. I, I can remember the first time my now wife, I still married her, despite the fact that I found out that she did this. The first time she said to me, can you go and get some Fabcon? And I'm like, what's that? And she's like, well, Fabcon. And I'm like, what's that? She went, Lenore, comfort, that kind of thing. Fabric conditioner. So, yeah, (laughs) I'm sorry. It's that, not Fabcon. That's so bad. Fab Fabcon reminds me of when you, when you go to the cinema and they have their adverts on beforehand and they want you to say SoCo instead of Southern Comfort. Get lost. (laughs) Get lost with Fabcon. This is outrageous. This is a perfect example of it, the way our language is going. Stunned at some of these, and a couple that have come in are absolute, absolutely going to ruin any game of Monopoly. Claire Cook says it's a bit niche, but I always called Old Kent Road OKR. Oh, uh, I blame years of working in town planning in Southwark for this. Uh, but then Mark O'Neill says I refer to Tottenham Court Road as TCR and King's Cross Station simply as The Cross. <laughs> I'd have a real problem if someone was using them in a conversation with me. I'm going to be completely honest. Back when I'm able to speak to someone face-to-face again, uh-huh. I will not stand for that. Uh, there's one that me and my brother still use, right, to this day. This this was kind of formulated years ago, and it's just stuck with us. So, like, in this spirit of being honest, hand on heart, and admitting it, I'll admit it here. We call house keys our Richards. What? So you say, have you got your Richards? That's in Richard Keys. It's more like rhyming slang. It's an abbreviation that's not needed. But have you got your Richards? <laughs> have you got your Richard Keys? <laughs> Kel in Sheffield says, pay-as-you-go mobile phones of the late 90s and early noughties are to blame for this stuff, like calling it Mackie D's, for example. Having to get everything in your 150 characters in a text before the end. That is a good shout. Uh, I might have wrongly blamed social media about five, ten minutes ago. Uh, this text here says tracky bums for tracksuit bottoms. And I said Ooh. that long before social media. And Mark in Kennington chucking in JD and Coke. Uh, I love this text that's just coming now. Joe from Torbados. I'm guilty of that. I call Torbay. Torbados. There's, there's, there's an abbreviation for you right there. She says, my kids say G-bread instead of garlic bread so much that i'm guilty of saying it too imagine asking for a plate of g bread that is the worst abomination that we have heard so far garlic bread is never gangster uh, becky in Beaudley, although she signed off as Bude's, come on stop yes. it says i have to confess at 43 i call morrison's mozzers my three oh, kids ha- my three kids hate it uh, becky add bush and i to that as well Unbelievable. Uh, Luke in Woking says Hundy P for 100%. And he's not the first person who said that as well. Do you say Hundy P for 100%? Come on. Uh, I would, if if you're beginning to get worked up and you want to search out any of these people who call 100% Hundy P and you want to go and leave the show, you've got my backing. Well, I appreciate that, but I'm, I kind of like to stick around for bedroom fun, if that's all right. <laughs> and, <laughs> and then I mentioned earlier on about calling house keys are Richards, which is 
rhyming slang for Richard Keys from back in the day, me and my brother. Seems like other people have got other phrases for their keys. Uh, it's, this one says, we always use Bruce Lee's for the Jackie Chan, which is keys for the van, says this person. And Ben says, no, 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 guys, keys are called chips, as in chips and peas, the keys. I've also seen a few come in for uh, Richards, uh, rather than Richard Keys, uh, but for uh, Richard III and something else, <laughs> uh, which is definitely not bedroom fun. Uh, we absolutely love this tweet that came in during the week, uh, and it's from a lady called Lauren Bravo. And it's such a brilliant question. I urge you to have a little think about it yourselves, because it does take you back to where we were a year ago, which seems like a different era, but it's a nice bit of nostalgia. Lauren asks, great question. What's the most mundane place you find yourself fantasise about being just now? Mine is the toilet queue, she says, at St Pancras Station. So if there's like a mundane bit of your old life, pre-lockdown life, that you've been fantasising about, even though it's dead mundane, what is it? Share it with the group. <laughs> this is mundane. The gents at the Emirates, all right? If, if, I'm, <laughs> if I'm queuing to get back into the gents at the Emirates at halftime of a football match, it means we're back in football stadiums and it's a different world again. To be, to be honest, I've, I'd even be happily 3-0 down at halftime if it means being back for a queue of the gents at the Emirates. For me, right, I just would give anything to be in a like in a massive brawl to try and get served in a busy central London bar. Yeah, I'd happily be ignored <laughs> by the barman, even though it's clearly my turn, two or three times, just to be back in there. Do you know what I mean? So if there's, if there's something that's mundane in your old previous life, before we got stuck in this mess, that you fantasise, maybe you've been dreaming about it recently or something like that, tell us now, 8, 12, 15, to text the show. You can tweet as well at Absolute Radio. And just to say, I will be with you in that pub when we're finally at the bar again and you'll be getting steaming and I will remind you that you wanted this. You're happy to be here. You're happy to be in the queue now, are you, Bush? Matt Healy, I speak directly to you. We've said before, food in the final hour of the show. It's not fair on Bush and I. We're hungry. We're sat here in our homes. We want to be eating. Uh, Matt says, the queue for the meat at a Toby Carvery. Oh, oh I'd give anything for that. I would give anything to do that. Carl says he would love to be uh, trying some clothes on. This is very specific. He'd love to be trying some clothes on uh, in a Primark changing room. Somebody might have moaned about previously. Maybe you could change the lighting. I love the way you can do that in Primark changing rooms. And then uh, now it just seems like a flight of fancy. Good on you. Uh, Tracy could be doing something like this right now, normally, uh, being stuck in traffic at the local bottleneck, driving home from work. Well, at least if you're stuck there, Tracy, you'd still be listening to this show. Swings and roundabouts, the lockdown, isn't it? Swings and roundabouts. Uh, Shuffle says a rail replacement bus service between Kettering and Luton would be an absolute delight right now. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Similar vibe. Train delays after work and having to have a pint whilst I wait with my mates, says this particular text. Oh, yes. A train station pub right now. Wouldn't that be wonderful? I'll just see it out. I'll just wait it out in the pub. Hopefully the train will arrive soon. I'll just have a couple and and hopefully it'll be fine. Stu says, Saturday morning in the rain and wind, stood on the sidelines watching our son's under-12 team and listening to parents who are more tactically sound than Jose Mourinho. Oh, I can see that. Under-12s football where they're all running around the ball like a, a, a pack of sheep. You wouldn't normally want to watch it. But yeah, take it right now. Uh, Speaking of weekend mornings, uh, Sue is also going for that vibe. Uh, I am thinking about having a bacon bap as the sun comes up over my wallpaper pasting table that is full of goodies at a car boot sale. That is perfect, that is. That is pure poetry. (laughs) Uh, And a rather freaky one here from Chris. 
sitting in my car listening to music while stuck at a traffic jam at the Much Haddam traffic lights, knowing that Richie Firth is just down the road. Um, court order and injunction being taken out right now, Chris. That, that escalated quickly, didn't it? <laughs> uh, this one is referring this text actually to someone we were talking about earlier on. People having like rhyming slang and abbreviations for things. Uh, they're saying we're having duck and noodles tonight, guys, with a couple of Roy's thrown in. They mean Roy Pak Choi, of course. <laughs> uh, Roy Pak Choi, who has been decided by Bush and myself uh, as being front and centre uh, of the Valentine's card that we are going to design uh, going head-to-head uh, with the Dave Berry Breakfast Show. Uh, we've teamed up with Thoughtful.com, uh, cards that are funny and creative and unique you can find something perfect for everyone uh, we're going head to head with the Dayberry Breakfast Show they're creating a card as well you're going to be able to vote for the winner uh, to be in with a chance of winning £2,000, a bouquet of flowers and a signed card uh, from the winning team, it's all thanks to Thoughtful.com Bush, you are you are drawing Roy tonight yeah? Oh man, this is the weirdest show ever because obviously it seemed like a good idea 24 hours ago. We remember we we're going to get him twerking. Oh, that's a really good idea. Try drawing a pak choy shaking its ass. It's impossible. <laughs> it's going to be worth it, though. I've got I've got faith and confidence in you. The thing that's got to go with it, though, is obviously at the uh, above him, just kind of like like one witty line, all right? Because that's that's what they have on yeah. the front of cards, isn't it? I've currently got, for my part of the deal, um, a rhyming website up to see what rhymes with Pak Choi that might be okay. funny. Okay, because uh, you can be the wordsmith on this. I'll do the pictures. You're the words man. Okay. Uh, tomboy. Okay. Destroy. <laughs> Not if he's shaking his ass, please. <laughs> okay, all right. Cowboy. Uh, convoy. Okay, I think we need to still work on this. We've got a little bit of time before <laughs> Valentine's Day, but we still need to work on this. Uh, it's come to me, the uh, the inspiration for the rest of the Valentine's card to take on the Dayberry Breakfast Show. I think I've got it. Right, so this is for Thoughtful.com. Obviously, they, are, they do good cards. So the thing that we submit to their designers can't be shabby. A, a couple of minutes ago, you were, you were struggling, I think, to find the words that would go with the Pak Choi card that we're going to draw. Have you started drawing that card yet? I've done a bit of twerking on him, yeah. It's, it's a Pak Choi, Roy Pak Choi doing a bit of twerking. I think it's going to be okay. I'm worried about the words, though. I'm worried about the words. Picture of a twerking Pak Choi called Roy, okay. Underneath, uh-huh. it says, be my Valentine, question mark. Okay. Above, okay, my little rhyming website has come up, Trumps. Above the picture, it says, oi, oi, Pak Choi. Dave doesn't stand a chance, does he? Just before we leave you at the end of this podcast, uh, let's just give you a little message that came in during the course of the show. Just a big apology, by the way, for the other day. Uh, I think on yesterday's show, we got three days' worth of listener emails all in one go because of some weird thing with our computer system. So apologies if you dropped us an email, hometime at absoluteradio.co.uk, and we didn't get back to you or mention it. It's not the case with this one. It just came in during the show, and we didn't have a chance to read it out. We were talking about nicknames for things or shortening words, your own made-up household old rhyming slang and this is a great uh, email in from ken price who says guys we call the apple decora derek after derek acora the medium the kids specifically ask if they can borrow derek to core the apple <laughs> love it 
best of the night. You've been listening to the Home Time Show on Absolute Radio. When you go home, you've been listening to the Home Time Show. The, the last, last bit, bit of, of the no guarantee. Soon, May, your tea will come. You can watch TV in your tracky bottoms. Until then, we'll play you songs and maybe send you a tea towel. The Home Time Show is about the Essex Loop, the bird invasion, and I hate for Bing. In the Home Time Show, we speak of pundit shoes and a lass called Leona. Soon may your tea will come, you can watch TV in your tracky bottoms. Until then, we'll play you songs and maybe send you a tea towel.